0: Welcome to I Am Divine, Mastering Your Intuition with Psychic Mediums and Spiritual Psychology Coaches and Science of Mind Practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter.
1: And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire.
0: We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I
1: am. Hello, beautiful souls. Oh, we've got a good topic today. I think one that is definitely difficult for people to understand, but today we're going to be talking about self-acceptance and self-acceptance is basically what it says, the acceptance of oneself. But what I find, especially with myself for many, many, many years, most of my life and my clients is that there is a lot of judgment and shame and guilt that we put on ourselves, whether it's through our programming or whatever the reason may be, but we are very, very critical of ourselves. And I think that when we are able to come into acceptance of who we are, you can call them flaws, you can call them mistakes you can call them whatever you want but just accepting who you are right now in this moment there is a peace that comes with that. there is a confidence that comes with that. there's a weight that gets lifted off of you when you are standing in the truth of who you are. It doesn't mean that you aren't accountable for your actions. it doesn't mean that you don't care. it just means that you're not going to blame you're not going to shame your You're just going to accept everything as it is, yourself as it is, your actions as they are, and then reflect on them and then take some inspired steps. And I think that this is part of the work that needs to be done in order to come back to your divine self. Do you agree, Paula?
0: Yeah. As you were talking, that was what was coming forward. The most couple things did, but that was what I heard was that is the essence of being divine is Mm -hmm. to understand that we are here to have a human experience. And Mm -hmm. those experiences can come through our parents, our societies, our upbringing, our traumas, but it doesn't have to define us. Yes. And as you were talking was interesting because what the guides were showing me was like men, men are a prime example of this. Men are taught. You're not supposed to feel emotion. Mm -hmm. If you feel emotion, you're a sissy, you know, coming Mm -hmm. from that perspective. And when I step back and think, you know what, how hard would that be where you're feeling emotions and not being able to honor it, Mm -hmm. getting angry at yourself because you're feeling something that you're told you're not supposed to feeling that guilt behind it. And this is a huge societal, I don't say belief, but I think that has been instilled. It's so important that we really recognize this, how often we're taught you're not supposed to feel this way. You're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be like that. And I think it's when we look at ourselves, that's how we can get lost.
1: It is how we get lost. Yeah, we lose who we are. I think what happens is, we have been taught that we don't matter, not necessarily like outright, but we were taught that it's rude to think of yourself first. You always have to put other people's feelings, their, their wants, their desires ahead of your own. And it's created so many people pleasers. You're constantly doing for others, but you're also neglecting your own wants and needs because you're busy doing for others. And then you have that expectation that others are supposed to do that for you, the way you are doing. And that's... not always life. That's not how it works. So then those feelings of I don't matter come forward. And those beliefs of that. And I think that that's where it's almost like the loss, the breakdown of self comes into place. Because if that is your belief is I don't matter, because I have to constantly do for others to make them happy. But nobody's doing that for me. It's natural that that belief would come
0: forward. Yeah. And you bring up a great point. It's something my guides always said to me too, is you're taught to do unto everybody else. Yeah. And they used to show me the old balance scales and they said when you're giving everything of yourself outside of yourself you are literally harming yourself mm-hmm. and so they showed me the equation of balance is that you're the same as anyone else and if you're if you will always giving and not accepting it in return here's that that being in the flow that is an impact on what we're creating not just from the life perspective but when i get to the other side Hey, I'm going to take responsibility for how I abused myself. Yeah. How I wouldn't allow that to come back to me, how I was always giving outside, but not coming to that place. And that was, I think, a huge eye opener for me because I always said I was very good at giving, Mm -hmm. but I sucked at receiving. Yeah. And bringing an example life lesson back in again, out riding my motorcycle on gravel, and I went down, my front tire shot out, and I landed on my left elbow. But when I landed, I broke my shoulder. Mm. And at that time, my husband the next day was going back out West to work. My folks who were close were going to Ontario to spend time with my sister because she was pregnant. I didn't have anyone here for me. Mm-hmm. So here I am in the splint and I had my store as well. I couldn't lift my arm to change my bandages because I had road rash on it. Yeah. So I was put in a place where I, I had to let people help me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that was one of the most humbling experiences that I had because I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. Yeah. So what I thought was funny was, yeah, you know, we're going to give you a break. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Not quite the break. I Yeah. Was- <laughs> But it really, really helped me understand that. And the other side of it, they said to me, how do you feel when you help somebody? Mm-hmm. I thought, You know what? I feel great. And they said, when someone's there to help you and you tell them no, you're taking that feeling away from them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that was huge for me to go, wow, I never yeah. thought of it that way before, uh-huh. right?
1: I'm that taking is- that joy from somebody else. Yeah. But I think... Also, too, it is hard. I'm I'm trying to go back because it's like I can I can almost put myself back into that situation where it is hard to receive that love or that help, that affection, whatever it is, but it comes back to that worthiness and it comes back to I can remember being in that state of one not feeling worthy, but also being angry and resentful and you know pissed off because here I was doing everything for everybody else and not receiving anything back. And once I started to really do that inner work, and really letting go of expectations of other people, like I had expectations on my children, I had expectations on my husband at the time, I had expectations of what friends should do what my sister should do of what I should do. And it was just this really big, I was putting so many expectations on myself that That also overshadowed who I was because I wasn't able to see clearly what I wanted. But not even that, it's like what I wanted was unreasonable because I was wanting other people to do things that they weren't going to do. So it wasn't until I was able to do that work to be able to take those expectations off of people And just accept everything as it is. I could still voice what I wanted and what I needed. And that's something else I had to learn. But when you take those expectations off and just deal with what is in front of you, you're able to really, I don't want to say, it just makes you feel like you're more in control of life. Yeah.
0: And it's, you know, when you're talking about that, it makes me think of the the learning that we've done through the coaching program and the practitioner, Yeah, you're wanting people, places or things to be different than what they are. That's suffering. And that's, an, yeah, that is the definition of suffering. And how many times do we do that? Mm-hmm. We the expectation that our wants have to be validated outside of ourselves. Mm hmm. And Kim, me and you had a bit of a conversation earlier about another aspect of self-acceptance. And again, I want to bring up a little story for myself because I love analogies.
1: I do too. I love stories. (laughs)
0: You know, I I remember I was married my first marriage and i was married to an abusive individual both emotionally for the most part and physically a little bit as well and i stayed in that for the longest time because i felt like i think as women sometimes we can go oh i can change this person i can mm-hmm. i can see the good in them those that yeah. are intuitive right we see the good in people we want to help them of course yes. but I did finally have the courage to step out of that. And in that moment of doing so, I was angry. This is also my awakening from that intuitive perspective, because it's like he did this to me and he did that to me. And I was carrying so much anger Mm -hmm. and I stayed with him for, well, I was with him, I think nine years before he even got married. And I was oh, wow. only married just over a year. But at that time, I also heard the guide say, take responsibility for yourself. You allowed it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to step back and I'd look at myself going, well, why didn't I leave sooner? Mm-hmm. Why did I stay in this? And I did beat myself up for a while because it's like, well, you should have done this. You should have done that. Right. And part of the healing that I've had to do was recognize everything has its place. Yes. Knowing that I I created that situation, but it was part of my growth to move through that aspect of the limiting belief that I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. So I created this relationship where I wasn't. Mm-hmm. The reflection of how I was being treated was coming from the belief that I had. Yes, And then coming out, beating myself for not doing anything about it, but understanding that I wasn't in a place that I was ready to step out. Mm-hmm. I had to continue that cycle of abuse within myself because that's what it was at the end of the day. And I don't think we're ever taught about that. So when we come back to that sense of Mm self-acceptance, I accept that in that moment, I had to have that experience. I may have been in the emotion and the anger and the hurt and everything else of it. But now in hindsight, I can look back and go, I wasn't ready to leave. Yes, I needed to have that. Mm -hmm. Now I can go, I love myself more. And I understand why those situations were repeating in my life. But now in a place I can accept who I am, expect or understand the learning that I've
1: done and be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Life is a lesson. Life is a lesson. And the more you can have that compassion that you would show anybody else, like we would, you know, if you heard that story for somebody else, you would be there, you would support them, you would give them encouraging words. You'd be like, yes, 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 I've got you. But when it comes back to showing yourself that same love, that same support, it doesn't happen as often. It comes with judgment. It comes with criticism. It comes with those beliefs of I'm so stupid. What was I thinking? Like I was wrong. Those beliefs that come forward. Yeah. But when you can show yourself, you know, and even coming out of it and being able to reflect back onto it of I wasn't ready and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And I didn't
0: have to judge myself. I did it the moment but coming Mm -hmm. to a place of understanding that I can love myself knowing that this was my creation so I could continue to grow. And I think, as you said, we struggle with that. We're not taught that it's okay to have the feelings, even if they're negative, we honor them, but then Mm -hmm. we understand the divinity of who we
1: are and we can shift that. Mm -hmm. Something I say to my daughter all the time is you're always trying your best no matter what it is, you're always trying your best, except your best always changes. Because some days your best might be, you know, like you're giving 100% and you're, you're going at it and you're accomplishing things and things are, you know, going so good. And then the next day, your best might be, you know what, I got up out of bed today and that's all I could do. And as long as you're able to really stand in the acceptance of my best, I'm always doing my best, but it's going to change. That is where you take off that pressure, you take off any guilt or shame that you might be feeling, and you just accept things as they are, you know, your best is your best, whether it's, you know, 100% or it's 10%, it's still your best. Yeah, it's relative. It's how you perceive it. That became one of my mantras, you know, because I do that was my
0: limiting belief of not being good enough. And one of my mantras now is I do my best and my best is good enough. Yes. You know, I had to come to that place. And I think it's so important for our listeners to kind of understand when you find yourself in those experiences, see it. Mm -hmm. sit in it allow yourself to experience what you need to experience knowing that this is exactly what you need in the moment Mm -hmm. understand what you're creating for yourself Mm -hmm. we can take ownership of that but then we can love ourselves and come back and say is this really what I want and it may be you're going to stay in that situation yeah and that's okay you don't need to judge yourself or have guilt around that just know that that was the experience that you needed at the time Mm. and you know later on I can love myself knowing oh that well that was maybe kind of stupid that I did that, but you know what? That's okay. Cause I
1: needed to have that. We don't need to beat ourselves up. And I think that's what you do. The majority of the time is you just, you constantly criticize and put down and that is the complete opposite of what you need in that moment. It, it really goes back to be your own best friend, man. Like you really need to be your own best friend and how you would support someone you love and you care about is the same kind of compassion, the same kind of words that you need to speak to yourself. That's what matters. Yeah. When we think about the
0: creative process, when we think of our limiting beliefs and stories, some of this can be instilled through what we call epigenetics down through the lines. And as I said, from our experiences, but also know that they are that. They are stories. Yeah. And in understanding that, again, we can choose something different. This is where we come back into the healing of ourselves and we can continue to beat ourselves up or we can choose something different. And and as I say that the guide say, it is this simple. It is this simple a choice.
1: Yeah, it's a new thought. It's a yeah. new thought with a new thought. You can change your perception. You can change your thought. You can you can just start to change your your life just with a new thought. Yeah. It may mean at times too setting boundaries. How am I gonna stay in peace and empowerment?
0: What do mm-hmm. I need to do for myself? But not beating yourself up for staying in a situation that maybe you weren't ready to leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have to abuse myself for doing that. I recognize
1: I chose that. Mm -hmm. It is going back and having that reflection on the lessons that you've learned. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I can look back at my life and there are many times I could tell you many stories as to I should have done things differently. But when I look at everything I've gone through in my life, I have nothing but gratitude because as hard as it was, as painful as it was, I can see myself be like growing. I can see myself getting stronger. I can see myself becoming the person I am today. And I have so much compassion and kindness for that person to be like, look what you're going through and you're still going. And I really have a lot of love and compassion for my younger self because she went through some hard shit, but she kept going. She kept trying and she could see in every hard thing, not in the moment. I'll be completely honest, not in the moment. I was like, why is this happening to me? This is so horrible. But eventually I was able to be like, I get it. Look what I learned from that. Look what came out of that for me. Yeah. And I know for me
0: personally, from the work that I do, helping other people. I also recognize that I had to have those experiences so that I had an understanding Mm -hmm. because the people that I draw in are the individuals that have the same type of trauma. Here's that energy working again, but I can relate. I can understand. I can offer my experience, but also the experience from the guide. So it is important to have those situations that
1: really truly do help us grow. I do. And I think that we're able to hold that space because we have done that healing. We have done that inner work and we can hold that space of knowing exactly where they are, because we've been there, we can see the perfection of that moment. And we can create a safe space for them to be able to go through their own healing journey. Yeah. And I think that that again, that in itself is a beautiful and an honor experience for us to be able to do for our clients. Yeah, as readers for sure. And, and for me,
0: I think that's a big reason why the coaching stuff had come up. Yeah. you know, Because it's so important to help people heal their trauma right now. That's we're doing. You know what? We are going to love you. We're going to hold you in a safe place, but we're also going to hold you accountable. Yeah.
1: But right? I also think, too, it's also really important to know what is trauma because trauma doesn't have to be this big traumatic incident. Like there's a lot, there's emotional trauma, which can be five minutes to 24 hours of an emotional experience. There are so many degrees of trauma, but understanding that all trauma has an emotion attached to it. And then that emotion is what ends up getting us triggered. So when we're able to really go into those emotions and releasing those emotions, Then we are able to move past them and see ourselves for who we are. We are able to have that forgiveness for ourselves because we're not being, as I like to say, hijacked by our emotions. We're not being hijacked by those limiting beliefs. So it's it's almost like it's this this beautiful melody of doing your inner work and having that self acceptance and loving yourself. And it's all just like melding into one as you literally come back to, to your divine self. Yeah. And I think that's going
0: to be a great podcast too. And you know, yeah. what do you mean when we talk about trauma? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest things for people too, to understand is don't let anyone ever make you feel wrong. You know, yeah. I always have the comment, uh, love and light, but, but goodbye. So I'm not going to send you <laughs> nasty stuff. But you know what, I recognize that maybe that vibration, that situation is not balanced in my life, and I'm releasing yeah. it. I love myself enough that I will no longer allow certain situations. And I think some of the biggest things that I found when it comes to self-acceptance and the trauma work that I've done It's just being okay with me, knowing it's okay to set up boundaries, knowing it's okay to think about what's important to me. And it isn't always about putting everybody else before myself because I am just as important. You know, huge growth because I was not used to doing that. I think sometimes when we first started, it may feel a little uncomfortable because we're not used to it, but it is so empowering. I can choose how I feel. I don't need someone else to tell me you're this, you're that, you're something else. I think relationships is a key
1: place where we can get that type of drama. That is literally... Literally the key. That is what I teach my clients. Guess what? You fucking matter. You matter. And once you are able to really believe that you are, I know I say all the time, life changes, life changes. But when you can see that you matter as much as the person you are doing things for, as much as the person that's sitting, you know, across from you on the subway, as much as the person who's sitting homeless underneath the bridge or the person who's sitting in like a CEO mansion, you are just as important as that person. Your feelings matter. Your opinions matter. You matter as a person. All of that. That is where the self-love comes in. Yeah. The relative truth of what you're experiencing Mm -hmm. is yours and
0: and knowing it's okay. Yeah. Okay. And we're talking about this and they're bringing me to our tag, our tagline. Mm -hmm. I am a divine badass. And that's exactly what this work is about. It's about coming into who you really are, embracing that and literally going, you know what? I'm a badass just as I am. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have choice and say in saying my life.
1: Yeah. There's a confidence that comes with it. And it's not a cockiness. It no, is it's not, not it's not ego. It is so full of love. You walk around with your head held high, your shoulders back, knowing that you are just exuding love and that if somebody doesn't like you, that's okay. If somebody's going through something, that's okay. One of the big things that I always hear is like, you know, I've had some things go on in my life where everyone's like, I'm sorry for complaining because I know you're going through something that's so much. Harder, And I always stop them. And I'm like, no, 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 there's no like levels of degree of hardship or whatever, what you're going through matters just as much as what I'm going through. And it's just there's a confidence in knowing that every little thing that you go through in life matters. There's no degrees, there's no judgment, there's no comparison, you just fucking matter. And that analogy that you used
0: is beautiful too, because what I heard when you said that is it's okay to reach out. How many times do we sit in it again, like, oh, I don't want to bother someone. I think those of us that are intuitive, you know, we're huge at doing that. Mm -hmm. So recognizing that your feelings and what your experiences are important too. Mm -hmm. And finding that avenue to express yourself. I say to Kim, God love you because sometimes we get on before here and we vent. It isn't about... Can fix this for me yeah it's no just, you know what I need a safe place where I can express myself knowing that you know my partner here sees me as who I really am and will bring my ass back to that mm-hmm. Will bring me back to that reminder and yes. it helps me to deal with what I need to deal with too so don't be afraid to reach out to those that are there for you that you know are
1: not going to judge you Yeah, that's it. It's not about fixing things. It's not about it's just I think it really comes back to just that self acceptance, accepting life, accepting people, accepting circumstances for what they are. And then when you do that, you're then able to really take inspired steps that are for your highest good. Yeah. I think this time frame that we're in, it
0: is very much about the self acceptance, it is about the self love, it is about now doing things for yourself as we heal the trauma, because as we do so, we're going to shift the vibration of our communities of our world, and we're moving into that higher place of
1: love. And Mm -hmm. love starts by loving yourself. This brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us during our conversation on what is self-acceptance. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure
0: to come back next week. So until then, this is Paula. And Kim. And don't forget
1: that you are powerful. I Am Divine Badass.
0: This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.imdivine.ca.